It's all right if you put your hands together. So many things God has brought us through. So many trials He's brought us over. But this world, we have a new testimony. We stand boldly.
Bless the Lord, O oh my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. This is the day that the Lord has made. We in this church are rejoicing and we are exceedingly glad. The word says, Oh, magnify the Lord with me. Come on and let us exalt his name together. Why? Because God is great and he is greatly to be praised. To each of you, my brothers and my sisters, oh, how good and pleasant it is to be in the presence of the Lord and to be in your presence for brothers and sisters to dwell together in unity. And for you, my brothers and sisters who are joining us by way of online and virtual spaces, welcome to this worship service. We welcome you into this experience as we worship and praise the Lord together. God is great and greatly to be praised and even through everything we're going through and I know we're going through a lot God hasn't gone anywhere did you hear what I said I know we're going through some things I know we're going through a lot but God hasn't gone anywhere he still sits high and he still looks low He's still on his throne in heaven and there is nothing outside of the control or the authority of our most powerful, most high God. Amen. Amen. Won't you join me in a moment of prayer? Our eternal God, our Father, how grateful and how thankful we are for this day, another day that you have given us. Lord, we bless your holy name. We magnify you. We thank you for who you are and all of the excellent things that you do. Every good and perfect gift comes from you and thank you for the gift of life thank you for the gift of the activity of our limbs thank you for the gift of clothing food and shelter thank you for all of the gift that you've given us this day and throughout this week lord we bless your holy name and god right now we we do pray we pray about this impending storm lord you know what's going on in the Gulf of Mexico. You know what's churning right now. But Lord, we know that just one word from you is enough. You still calm storms. You still push back waves. In fact, you could still hold the sun still in the sky. So Lord, right now, we pray that the predictions right now, that they would be decreased in Jesus name Lord we pray that there be less harm and less danger than is forecasted right now we we know what we see but Lord you see everything you know everything and so we're leaning and we're depending on you right now in the name of Jesus do what only you can and we will give you the glory the honor and all of the praise for we believe it to be counted as done in Jesus name and for his sake we pray, amen and amen. If you're glad about it, come on and stand to your feet. Let's worship the Lord together. If you're glad to be in the house of prayer one more time, you ought to tell your neighbor, I'm glad to be here. I'm glad to be, you can wave at them from a distance. You can wave at them from a distance. I'm glad to be here. I'm glad to be in the house of prayer. And we are glad. Yes, we are glad. Let's worship him this morning. Oh yes, I know y'all know this song already, so I want y'all to join on with us as we give him glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You are worth. You are worth. Hallelujah. You get the highest praise. Hallelujah. You are holy. Lord, we exalt you. Say it again. 
the highest praise. Good morning. 
chapel. Today our scripture is coming from Galatians chapter 3 verses 26 through 28 and it reads for ye are all children of God by faith in Christ Jesus for as many of you have been baptized into Christ have put him have put on Christ there is neither Jew nor Greek there is neither bond nor free there is neither male nor female for ye are all children of Jesus Christ let us pray in the beginning was the word, and the word was God. That word that was given back then is still present today. Father God, we just ask for your blessings upon the happiness of what's going on in the world today. Father God, you said that if we turn from our evil ways, you would heal our land. Father God, you left a trail for us to follow. You left your spoken word. You left the written word and you left the Holy Spirit that to guide us. Father God, we have strength. Father God, I pray for all this morning. I pray for the sick. I pray for those that are shut in. I pray for those that are deprived. And I just pray for healing for this land. Father God, it's again that we want to say... We pray for everybody. We pray for our church, K Chapel Missionary Baptist Church. We pray for all its members. We pray for our leaders here at this church. We pray for all of those that are listening through social media throughout this land and country. Father God, we know that we have not been the best that we can be. And we just pray, Father God, that you turn us around, lead us down the road of righteousness, for your name's sake, for us in your name's sake, we do pray. Amen. And amen. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Amen. Amen. My God, my God, what a glorious God. What an awesome God we serve. Amen. 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 I, I don't know. I, I feel like having a little old time church. I knew it. Come I, on, Yeah, Pastor. you know me. I, I, I don't know. Um, there, there's a, we, we've been through a lot. We're yeah. going through a lot. Yeah. But the songwriter says, We've come this far by faith. Leaning on the Lord. That's it. You know I'm trusting, trusting in His holy word. And He never I will trust 
Listen, listen, we're going to keep on worshiping now through our giving. We invite you to give now as God has so blessed you and prospered you to be able to give. God has been good to you. Amen. God has been great to you. He's been able 
to get, he has given to us that we might be able to give unto those who are less fortunate and give unto him the God of our salvation. Ushers, we, we know that the baskets have already been pre-positioned. If you've not had an opportunity to give here in the audience, we want to invite you to do so as you leave. For those of you who are joining us by way of online services, you may text to the number that's on your screen. You may also give by way of the church app. As always, you can drop your offering off at the office. Whatever you do, give so liberally and give so cheerfully, for the Lord loves a cheerful giver. And we're going to smile as we worship. Amen? I I say the Lord loves a cheerful giver, so we're going to smile while we worship. Amen? My worship. Take joy. Make it your dwelling place. My heart to you. I present. This says, Here's my worship smile. Here's my life, Lord. (laughs) Say that again. Here's my worship. Lord, take my life. Oh, let's take that up, y'all. Come on. Oh, here's my Say, 
make you smile. That's why I came, y'all. Oh, 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 let me make you make you smile. Help me sing it, y'all. Put your hands together in here. God of all mankind, we can't thank you enough for the things that you do for us. Father God, we thank you this day for the givers of these gifts. We thank you for those that will be receiving these gifts. We ask that you bless them, Father God. We ask that you multiply them, and we ask that they be used for the purpose for which they were given. For us in your name I pray, amen. Amen, amen. Lord, let my worship make you smile. Let my praise make you smile. Let my life make you smile. Hallelujah. I live to make God smile. Yes, 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 some, yes. Some, some folk live to make others smile. Some folk live to make other folk happy. But as a believer, your life goal ought to be to make the heart of God smile. That when God looks at you, he says, that's my daughter in whom I'm well pleased. That's my son in whom I'm well pleased. Make the heart of God smile. Hallelujah. Yes, yes. Bless his name. Bless his name. Bless his name. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you and keep you is our prayer. Listen, we want to ask that you be in prayer for brothers and sisters uh, who have experienced loss on this week and last week as well. Uh, we shared with you during Papa prayer on yesterday, those of you who were able to join in, that brother Ian Jones uh, lost his mother earlier this week uh, down in Forest County, and I don't have the uh, arrangements at this time, uh, but we ask that you keep Ian and his family in your prayers. Uh, you all are trying to remember who Ian is. Ian is the fella who, who sings up here when we, when we just get, get paired down to the praise team. He was that single voice for a long time before he got some help. Amen. And so we want you to be in prayer for Ian and his family uh, during the loss of his mother. Also wanted you to be in prayer for Sister Lavetta Davis. Lavetta lost her daughter uh, on last week as well. That funeral happened on yesterday. Her daughter was only 23 years of age, and so we ask that you keep them in your prayers. Lavita also uh, is a member of the praise team, and so keep them in your prayers as well. Also, we ask again that you lift up Sister Gloria Whitley, who lost her mother, Sister Josephine uh, Smith. Funeral services were this past Friday. And then also prayers for Mrs. Josephine Griffin Bronson, who is one of our senior ushers. Uh, she lost her sister. Is that right? Did I get that right? She lost her sister, uh, Janice Bronson, this past week. 
Uh, Sister Josephine, again, is a member of our senior usher board, and so keep her in your prayers. We don't have uh, information on those arrangements either, but we will let that be known to you when we get that information. Amen? Amen. Listen, we want you to also keep, of course, all of those who are in the path of Hurricane Ida. Uh, we know that God is a very present help. Amen? And we know that, that the cone is large, but God's hands are much bigger. Amen? Amen. And we're going to put this storm, as all storms, in the hands of God. Amen. We want all of you, though, to be in prayer for your brothers and your sisters who are, are in the pathway of that storm. For those of you who may be listening, we ask that you, if you're there and, and in the pathway of the storm, we are praying for you. Uh, we want you to be safe and be careful. And, and uh, if you're deciding to ride this out, I pray that you're not. But if you are, uh, by all means, do all of those things that uh, make good sense in terms of precautions that you can take at this point. Amen. Amen. I, I ain't going to say what I heard in the audience. Amen. But we want you to sit, be, be still uh, if, if you've passed the evacuation point at this moment. Uh, and we're going to be praying for you. Uh, that God's hedge and God's hands would be around you. We, uh, with the Baptist Convention, we are doing some preparation right now to make sure that we are able to send relief and recovery. Uh, after the storm, we did some pre-staging on yesterday. Uh, we put some things in place with our partners there on the Gulf Coast. Uh, Morning Star Baptist Church, which is uh, pastor by Reverend John Whitfield, my fourth vice president in the convention, is going to be our point person uh, there on the coast to arrange efforts between MEMA and FEMA and other local agencies. We want to do our level best to make sure that our constituents have the resources and the aid that they need after this storm comes through. And you can be a help to us. Those of you who are listening right now, you're wondering what you can do. There is uh, a website set up for our convention where you can give uh, to the relief effort. It's already there. I believe we'll get that up on the screen momentarily. I know I didn't share it with you, but we'll get it soon because we got the A-team up there. They are working on it. The A-team will get that up. I'm telling you, y'all just wait. You're going to see it in just a minute. gmbscms.churchcenter.com. GMB, GMBSC. General Missionary Baptist State Convention, GMBSCMS, as in Mississippi, dot churchcenter.com. If you go to that website, there you will see the information where you can give uh, for those who will be needing assistance uh, after the storm passes. Amen. We want you to keep all of our students as well in your prayers. Our students who are, are in the path of the, of the storm, those uh, in the New Orleans area, those who are in South Mississippi, some have evacuated already, some have made it home, some are hunkering down. And so we want you to keep those students in your prayers. Amen. Amen. God bless you and God keep you. <laughs> our prayer. I'm sorry. No pressure. No pressure. Amen. GMBSCMS.churchcenter.com. GMBSCMS. General Missionary Baptist State Convention. GMBSCMS, as in Mississippi, dot churchcenter.com. There it is. I told you. I know what I'm talking about. That's the A team. Amen. GMBSCMS churchcenter.com and you will get the information there where you can be an aid to those who will need assistance after the storm. God bless you and God keep you is our prayer. Good morning, Kate. Let me be a preacher for a second. God is good and all the time. Even though we're in a pandemic, is he still good? 
<laughs> even though there's a hurricane on the way is he still good well this song simply says after all that I've been through <laughs> he's still he's still good now I know I got some witnesses out there don't I is he still good witnesses out there <laughs> anybody still have joy <laughs>
Lord bless his name. Anybody know he's still good? Anybody a believer that he's still good? Anybody know he's still making a way right now? He's still a way making God right. I know you've been through some things, but he, he's still good. He's still opening doors. He's still raising the sick. He's still lifting bowed down heads. He's still opening blinded eyes. He's still. I know he's still. He's still good. My God, my God. He's still good. Don't you give up on God. I said, don't you give up on God. After all you've been through, you ought to know he's still making a way. You're still here, aren't you? He hadn't left you yet. Yes. Yes. He's still good. He's still. After, mm. After everything I've been through. Somebody here don't mind witnessing this morning. You, I'm going to give you a minute to get your praise out. You've been through some stuff. You've been through some storms and through some stuff. You've been through some hurt and through some pain. You've been through some sickness and Farida Roberts, I need you to know he's still good. What you're going through right now, he's still good. I got the message this morning. I hear you. I heard you. But God heard you first. He's still, he's still good. And don't you give up. God is making a way even right now. Amen. 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 Listen. Turn with me in your Bibles to the book of Galatians, Galatians 3 and 26, Galatians 3 and 26, Galatians 3 and 26, it reads as follows, for ye are all the children of God by faith in Christ Jesus, for as many of you as have been baptized into Christ have put on Christ, there is neither Jew nor Greek. There is neither bond nor free. There is neither male nor female. For ye are all one in Christ Jesus. Amen. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. I want to simply talk from the subject this morning. In Christ. In Christ. There's an old uh 
credit card advertisement tagline went something like this membership has its privileges it is certainly true that membership in the body of Christ brings with it an enormous amount of blessings and benefits into the believer's life in Christ in Christ there is salvation in Christ there is redemption in Christ there is atonement in Christ there is justification in Christ I'm going to give you something to shout about in a minute in Christ there is peace Peace for the troubled mind in Christ. There is love for the wanting heart in Christ. There is joy for the depressed spirit in Christ. There is hope for the desperate soul in Christ. There is rest for the weary. There is contentment for the discontent. There is gladness for the grieving. There is healing for the hurting. There is belonging for the rejected in Christ. There is fellowship for the forsaken. There is the welcoming warmth of a loving God for those who have been wounded by a cold and sometimes cutting world. For those who are in Christ, heaven opens its floodgates to pour into us the best of what God has to offer humanity. Where? In Christ. In Christ. <laughs> And so with all that we get in Christ, it is interesting that we spend a lot of time trying to get into a whole lot of other stuff. Amen. We seek getting into a whole lot of other things and a whole lot of other organizations and a whole lot of other clubs and a whole lot of, y'all talk to me if you can. And the things that we tend to get into do more to divide us than to bring us together. I'm in this and you in that. So we're different. We don't get along. I'm in this club and you're in that club. We're different. I'm in this political party and you're in that political party. I grew up in this zip code and you grew up in that zip code. I'm in this fraternity and you're in that fraternity. I'm in this sorority and you're in that. Don't y'all get quiet now. The things that we are in primarily promote difference. And although in the grand scheme of things, we are much more alike than we are different. And although that is true, humanity tends to remain convinced by and committed to using those things that we're in to separate us from one another. But this text. This text pulls down those distinguishing barriers that we are so quick to erect. 
This tech demolishes those walls that we build to separate ourselves from one another. This text requires us to let go of those things that society has promoted and social engineers have created to create classes of people based upon everything from skin tones and language to cultural traditions and food and physical attributes like hair texture and body shape and facial features. This text declares that in Christ we are one in Christ we cannot hold on to any of the things that the world uses to mark or marginalize people in Christ we cannot raise up any of those sociological constructs that we have been using to create classes of people in Christ we cannot bring into our relationship any of those privileges or powers or preferences that the world gives to us and we believe that they are rightly ours and here's why because in Christ we are all the same Sinners saved by the grace of God. In Christ, sinners washed in the redeeming blood of Jesus. In Christ, sinners made new by the spirit of the living God. And I know that the world would have us to go off into our separate camps and separate groups thinking that because of this trait or because of this experience or because of this brand or this level that we are somehow better than others. But the Bible says that all of our righteousness is as filthy rags before the Lord. So everything that we think makes us better in God's sight it ain't nothing everything that we think makes us different and makes us better and makes us higher in Christ it is nothing that's the conclusion that Paul comes to even about himself when he writes in Philippians 3 and 4 though I might also have confidence in the flesh if any other man thinketh that he hath whereof he might trust in his flesh, I more. Why, Paul? He says, because I was circumcised the eighth day of the stock of Israel, of the tribe of Benjamin, an Hebrew of the Hebrews. It's touching the law, a Pharisee concerning zeal, persecuting the church, touching the righteousness which is in the law, blameless. He says, but what things were gained to me, those I counted lost. Why? For Christ. Yea, doubtless, and I count all things but loss for the excellency of the knowledge of Christ Jesus my Lord, for whom I have suffered the loss of all things, and do count them but dung that I might win Christ. Paul says, listen, I could have stayed with that idea that I was somebody based upon my religious pedigree. I could have stayed with this sociological ideal that I was somebody based upon my standing among the tribe in which I was born. I could flaunt my education as a Pharisee. I could rest in my record of a religiosity. But since I found Christ and since I'm in Christ, I've discovered that none of that means anything. He says, in fact, I count all of that loss that I might win Christ because I thought I was somebody outside of Christ, but I discovered that I only became somebody in Christ. In Christ. We are the seed of Abraham. In Christ. 
we are heir to the promise. In Christ, we are children of the Most High God. In Christ, we have standing with the Father and favor of the Father. Where? In Christ. So Paul labors, I'm not going to hold you long, but Paul labors with the church at Galatia on this very point. Because why? There were those in that church who were asserting that Jewish Christians were better than those who had come to know him a little later. They were saying that because we are the Jews and Christ came through the Jews, we are his chosen people. And you, Johnny, come lately. Y'all are all right, but y'all not as good as us. They were teaching that those who were Greek believers were not as saved and therefore were not as blessed with the inheritance that comes from being a child of God. And so Paul begins this chapter with very harsh words in order to break through their cold hearts. Listen to how Paul begins the chapter, chapter three. He says, oh foolish Galatians, who have bewitched you that you should not obey the truth before whose eyes Jesus Christ hath been evidently set forth, crucified among you. <laughs> this only would I learn of you, received ye the spirit by the works of the law or by the hearing of faith. Watch this. Are ye so foolish having begun in the spirit? Are ye now made perfect by the flesh? Paul says, where y'all getting this stuff from? Were you saved by Jesus Christ and now you want to make an argument that because of your flesh that you're somehow more special? You want to make the argument that your nationality and your race and your other distinguishing characteristics are somehow that which separates you as special in the eyesight of God? So he argues throughout this chapter that the promises of Abraham are shared with those who are believers in Jesus Christ. And he ends this chapter with these stirring words that serve as our text this morning. For ye are all the children of God by faith in Christ Jesus. For as many of you as have been baptized into Christ have put on Christ. There is neither Jew nor Greek. There is neither bond nor free. There is neither male nor female, for ye are all one in Christ Jesus. And in those words, three points I'm going to lift up to you and I'm gone. Paul says, first of all, in Christ, that one cannot hold on to power associated with race. In Christ. One cannot hold on to power associated with race. Paul says if you're in Christ, you can't bring race into the equation and think that the Lord loves you more because of your color. Wish I had a witness in here. 
says there is neither Jew nor Greek. In other words, the Lord is not caught up in color. The Lord is not interested in skin tones. Christ is not partial to people of a particular hue. Christ does not play favorites with folks based upon their facial features. All of this business about race is something that man created and we cannot dis- and we distinguish ourselves and we pull ourselves apart all because of race, but in Christ I cannot bring race and racism into my relationship with fellow believers. In Christ, I got to be willing to put down that which divides us. In Christ, I must let go of that which has created separation. In Christ, I must not assert and insist upon the power and the privileges that the world would have given those of a particular race. That's why it's impossible for true believers to be racist say that again it's impossible for true believers to be racist I'm going to say it again until you get it it's impossible for true believers I ain't talking about folk who claim to be I said true believers cannot be racist there's neither Jew nor Greek in Christ that means I can't choose one group over the other in Christ that means that means that I accept people as people in Christ y'all ain't gonna like me this morning I, I cannot love God and have disdain in my heart for someone whose skin tone is different from mine. I cannot love God and use race to advance myself while keeping my brothers and sisters down. I cannot love God and ignore systematic racism where it exists and be willing to acknowledge that it does not play and continue to play a role in how the world operates. I cannot love God and hate people who are unlike me in Christ. There is neither Jew nor Greek. I cannot not be a racist and a believer I'm either one or the other I can't be both I'm either a lover of God or a lover of my race more than God wish I had a witness in here you can't have it both ways if you love God more than you love race wonderful You must then be willing to take it a step further and say that as a lover of God, then I must must be willing to be an advocate in dismantling structures and systems of power that are built on race. Because in Christ, I cannot let race rule the day. I cannot let race ruin opportunities for fellowship and friendship. I cannot let race get in the way of someone's advancement. I cannot let race stop me from making the right decision, even though it might make me unpopular among my own people. In Christ, there is neither Jew nor Greek. Point number two. I ain't going to worry because you frowned up. Point number two. In Christ... One cannot assert the privileges associated with class. In Christ, one cannot assert assert the privileges associated with class. It's in the text. I'm not making it up. Paul says there is neither bond nor free. In other words, watch this, there is neither slave nor master. In Christ, believers should not be ruled by and caught up in class and class systems. 
in Christ. Believers should be those who are about the business of ensuring that humanity represents the high and the holy calling of unity. It is saying that as believers, we are not just concerned about getting into heaven, but we are concerned about life on earth. We are concerned where there is human trafficking. We are concerned where there are systems of a permanent underclass. We are concerned where resources are plentiful in one part of the world and scarce in others. We are concerned where food deserts exist and people are unable to get fresh produce and quality foods. We are concerned because in Christ, there is neither bond nor free. Watch this. In Christ, there is not class. In Christ, watch this. I cannot assume that people are poor because they are lazy. In Christ, I cannot assume that people don't have because they won't work. In Christ, I've got to look beyond the narrative that so easily comes to surface and recognize that there are deeper issues that create and complicate matters of class. And if God has blessed you to be in a position where you can work and provide for your home and you have worked and you're retired now and God is still blessing you, you ought to thank God and try to make sure that other people have the opportunity that you have. Listen, don't get me wrong. I know that there are lazy people in the world. I know that there are people out there who could do better and should do better for themselves. But there are also people who are out there working two shifts. There are also people who are out there going from this job to that job and still can't make ends meet there are people out there who are trying to get it done but because of the class system because of payday lenders because of all of the things that are working against them they cannot get one foot in front of the other because they keep getting drugged back there are teachers who gotta use payday lenders and always find themselves and they are professionals wish y'all would talk to me in here we cannot ignore the classes that exist and why they exist and how they exist and not be about the business of dismantling those systems in Christ if you're really in Christ, you, you don't want to see folk working themselves to death and not being able to get ahead. In Christ, it ought to make you uncomfortable to know you got in somebody working harder than you don't have enough. In Christ. In Christ. We are not going to hold to these systems of race, class, or gender that's the third thing in this text in Christ one cannot promote people based on gender in Christ see y'all think I'm just a social gospel preacher make this stuff up it's in your bible too in Christ there is neither Jew nor Greek, there is neither bond nor free, there is neither male nor female, for ye are all one in Christ Jesus. Paul says in Christ there is neither male nor female. Now be clear, Paul is not making a biological argument here. 
He is not making an anatomical argument here. Paul is arguing that when it comes to the body of Christ and to the blessings of the Lord and to the value that God puts upon humanity, that men and women are equal. Oh, I'm making some folk mad this morning. I'm going to say it again. Because since you're mad, you might as well get good and mad. Paul is arguing that when it comes to the body of Christ, to the blessings of the Lord, and to the value that God places upon humanity, that men and women are equal. I didn't say they were the same. I said they are equal. Now, that's saying a mouthful. Not just in this day, but particularly in Paul's day. For several reasons. For you must remember that in Jewish culture, females had no rights. They could not inherit property. They had no share or say in civil government. They had no place within the priesthood. Whatever women could get and could do was through and because of their relationship with a man. In many instances, women were in fact property of men. And that is the world that Paul grew up in when he said, in Christ, there is neither male nor female. Paul grew up in a culture where as a Jewish male, one of the daily devotions of rabbis were this, Lord, thank you for not making me a Gentile, a slave, or a woman. That was a prayer that they prayed, a devotion, a giving of thanks. Lord, thank you for not making me a Gentile, a slave, or a woman. So when Paul says, he's attacking all three of those. For he says, in Christ, there is neither Jew nor Greek. In Christ, there is neither bond nor free. In Christ, there is neither male nor female. He is striking a blow to the very devotion that he, as a Jewish male, would, grew up, would have grown up praying. And he heads that thinking and that theology off, saying basically, we're not going to bring that stuff into this thing we're calling Christianity. It has no place here. We're not going to hold to these systems of race and class and gender. This letter, and I'm through, this letter is so important because in it Paul declares that we are under, under the gospel dispensation. And as such, there is no distinction made between male and female as to divine beings. There is no distinction of male and female as both are called by the grace of God. Male and female have the same right to gospel ordinances. Male and female can be baptized. Male and female can receive communion. Male and female have every right to every spiritual privilege. And that may not sound like a lot to you right now in 2021 because you've been baptized. You, you always been getting communion with everybody else you've always seen that but to somebody who's been sitting down and has never been able to even come into the church where men were because she was a woman this was transformational theology and that my brothers and sisters is what we in the body of Christ should be about transforming everyday realities in Christ I'm through if you wanted to shout I'm sorry in Christ 
we must be willing to take on issues of race, class, and gender in Christ. We must be willing to fight for the common rights of humanity of every nation, every condition, demolishing those things that work to destroy human flourishing in Christ. We must see people as brothers and sisters in Christ. We must reach beyond walls of race, cross the gulfs of class, and scale the heights of gender discrimination to ensure that we represent the love of God in Christ. Neither Jew nor Greek, bond nor free, male nor female. That means that as a believer, you ought to be about the business of making sure that in your circles, racism has no place. In your circles, classism and classist thinking has no place. In your circles, there is not gender discrimination and you don't participate in such in your circles y'all come on and talk to me if you can in your circles in Christ it, it ought to matter that we are in Christ and ought to matter beyond just getting into heaven it ought to matter about what's happening on earth may the Lord bless you may the Lord keep you make his face shine upon you be gracious unto you give you his peace in Christ hmm. my God my God as someone who needs to be in Christ this morning you've been looking for things that you can't get anywhere else but in Christ you've joined this group and that group searching for acceptance and affirmation. But I want to tell you what your soul and your spirit needs comes only in Christ. If you're here, I want you to join me at the conclusion of this service. We'll lead you to Christ. If you're there at home, I want you to call the number that's on your screen because someone wants to talk with you and pray with you and lead you to Christ. But all of us right now, wherever you are, inside or outside, if you can hear me and see me, if you don't know the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, I want you to get to know him right now. If you pray this prayer with me, say, Lord, in the name of Jesus, I come to you right now. I need you in my life. I've searched for acceptance in other places. But now, I come to you. Save my soul. Save my life. I believe Jesus is the Son of God. I believe Jesus died on a cross for my sin. I believe Jesus rose again from the dead. And today, by faith, I accept Jesus as Lord of my life in Jesus name Amen now if you prayed that prayer for the first time and you meant that in your heart I want to welcome you to salvation you are now in Christ you are now in Christ 
old things are passed away all things have become new you prayed that prayer. I want to see you at the end of service right down here. If you're inside, if you're outside, go ahead and call the number that's on your screen. Somebody's going to give you next steps to take that you might live out your new faith in Christ Jesus. Amen. I need you. Yes, Lord. You need me. Yeah, Lord. We're all. We're all a part of God's body. Stand with me. Stand with me. Agree with me. We're all a part of God's body. It is His will. It is His will that every need be supplied. You are important to me. I need you to. we're one we ought to promise I'm going to pray for you I pray for you but I need you, you to pray for me you pray for because me because I love you I love and I need you I need you to I won't harm you I won't with words you. from my mouth with words from my mouth I love you I love and I need you I that's what it means to be one in Christ I pray for you stand to your feet. I pray and you pray you. for me. You pray for and me. And I love you. I love And I need I need you to survive. And I won't harm you. I won't harm you. Words from my mouth. Because I love you. I love and I need you. I need you to Come on, come on. Survive. I pray for you. I pray for you. You pray for me. You pray thank you thank you for the blessing of faith thank you oh God that we can place our faith in you and that in doing so we have relationship with you but also with one another thank you oh God that we who believe are in Christ and in Christ there is security in Christ, there is peace and hope. 
in Christ there is love and there is joy God now we pray as we leave this place your blessings of grace and mercy would abound within our lives we pray oh God again for those who are in the path of Hurricane Ida but we're not afraid of Ida because your word tells us that at your name every knee must bow every tongue must confess that you are Lord. So thank you, God, for reigning even right now. You reign over the rains. You reign over the winds. You reign over every storm that comes into our lives. Blessed be the name of the Lord. And now, may the grace of God, the sweet communion of his Holy Spirit, rest, rule, and abide with each of you now, henceforth, and forevermore. In the name of the Father and of the Son of the Holy Spirit. Amen and amen. God bless you. Go in peace. Hallelujah. I love you.